More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now. Cancerscreenquiz. You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. It's millennials. They don't care about getting stuff right. You've given up on them, haven't you? Well, yeah. Well, why? <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't I? Oh, I know. him also. <laughs> I Sorry. Oh, look at you. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. Does he look like a bitch? What? Go on. A <laughs> little bit of a new open for you there, Jay. You like it? You spent way too much money on me, Jay. <laughs> too much money. It took yes. me two seconds. I pulled a few <laughs> sound bites and away we go. I have too in front money. of me right now... A little delicacy. I want to see if you know what this sound is. All right. Uh, keep listening. Uh, I'm listening. Ah. Uh, Diet Coke. It's a Diet Coke in one of the rare thick glass bottles with the pop top. Ah. Oh, how'd you get that? I'll tell you in a second as I take a deep sip. And bring your music up. Ah, it's actually a uh, it's a mini bottle. It's only what is it? Eight ounces? Let me look at this here. Yeah, eight fluid ounces. But it's in the thick classic bottle, and I think I paid um, four ninety nine for the six pack. So it's an expensive bottle. Of Diet Coke. But luxuriously and awesome though, right? It is. And, and you know, this thick glass, I'm convinced, convinced keeps the soda colder by a good four to five degrees. Is this scientifically proven? No, it's not scientific. Okay. <laughs> just, just me out my You know what? It's got as much science behind it as Mike McCarthy's final play call in Dallas. Oh. <laughs> where are we where are you going to start first? Oh my god, we have so with such a target rich environment. First of all, how are you doing? How's the job? How's Cowan trucking? Uh the job is is getting harder. They're throwing more stuff on my plate, but uh it's so far so good. They have put me up in a nice Airbnb here in Lynchburg. Nice. Uh a a two-story I don't know. It well, the people who own it uh, are wine they have they have a winery. 
Okay. And this house is absolutely adorable. One bathroom, though. I don't know how. Three bedrooms, one bathroom. I don't so know how you're they got a, along with that. You're in a three-bedroom, one-bath house for how long? Uh, till February Whoa. 18th, yes. Furnished, I trust? Furnished, yes. Nice. And what about Mrs. J? Is she around? Actually, uh, going they're, they're coming down on Monday. Oh, they? Yes. Well, the dogs. Ah, okay. Mrs. J and the dogs. Very good. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, good. Glad to hear it. So why don't we start with the following? Okay. 2013, Texas Tech lost five of his last six. (laughs) 2014, four of six. 2015, four of six. 2016, six of eight. 2017, six of eight. 2018, lost his last five. As a pro coach in Arizona, lost seven of his last nine in 2019, five of his last seven in 2020, and now five of his last six to close out the year. Who am I talking about? Your favorite coach, Cliff Kingsbury. And that's funny. uh, A listener uh, hit me on the Twitter and said, I'm just salty at Cliff because Cliff took the offensive coordinator job at USC and then got hired by the Cardinals. Yes. That's right. It was like a whoop, got to go. Something better came along. Well, you haven't even started with us yet. I know. Go ahead and cancel those business cards. I'm off to the pros. That's not, I am not angry because of that. I'm sure he would have been a fine OC because we got uh, Graham Harrell, who was his understudy, who sucked. So I'm sure he would have been wonderful. I just, I'm still going to say it again. How does a coach who got fired from a middling, mid-level job in college suddenly get- go to the pros? Yes, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was the hair. There Jeez. is there is such a bias in society for robust heads of hair. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Hair bias. Totally there's hair bias. I, mean, I will die on that hill, Jay. He is, of course, he's he's a handsome, handsome man. Kinda. He's kinda handsome. Here's the thing. He's young, he's fit, he's got great hair, but he's got a left eyelid droop that I now cannot unsee. Okay, you wow. you look at his face next time he's coaching. I assume he'll be back next year. And you'll you'll go like, oh, yeah, I see that. Your face, it's got the left eyelid droop. Okay. You know, he he got a lot of buzz. He got a lot of buzz for the the house on draft night. That's a great house. Yeah, but you can get those if you're making what he's making. And I'm assuming he's making $4 million a year, five, something like that then you could afford a house like that in Arizona all day, every day. It, it wasn't like it was the bat cave that he moved into. It was a nice Arizona house with giant sliding doors. Hey, how about that? Oh, my God. He, no. What? Four-year contract. Wait a minute. Yeah. Five million? Per or total? That can't be right. It, it might I be. Got- I got it. Five million per. That's what. Oh, five that, million per. Of course. That's the going rate for a head coach in the NFL. Wow. 
I, I can't believe that. I can't for, for a coach. No, for a coach with no, he had no bargaining chip coming in. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, I know. Okay. All right. I, that said, okay. that ahead, said, let's talk Kyler Murray because that's going to be another discussion. I'm old <laughs> enough to remember when he was in the running for MVP talk at seven and zero. Oh. I was. I wanted to do a segment with you, and it was going to be called. How'd that work out? It was all the stuff that happened early in the year. And you go, how'd that work out? Like, how did the uh, talk of Matthew Stafford being league MVP work out? Stuff like that. Kyler Murray at one point was like after game four was the leading vote getter. Sure. To be, to be uh, MVP that I think the bloom might be off the rose for Kyler. He looked terrible in the, in the last game. Uh, I, I mean, would, yeah, I mean, not awful. <clears throat> it was not good. It was not good. That said, you're not going to cut bait on him. You're going to see how it plays out. But I think there is a growing fear that he too may not be the kind of God mode quarterback that every franchise is chasing now. Look at this year's 1-1. Trevor Lawrence has been underwhelming. He's so lucky that Urban Meyer got fired because it's taken the heat off of him. Not a needle mover as a rookie. I don't care about, well, the organization is bad and they don't have this, don't have that. A guy that's that touted should move the needle more than he did. Yeah, but you know what, though? Okay. Peyton Manning's first year. Okay. let's. We can always go back. And- Whatever you want to bet on the over-under, I'll take the under on Trevor Lawrence next year. And I'm not going okay. to. The last game, the last game, I was like, huh, look at this. He was. Perfecto in the last game. Okay, he was yeah. like he was like thirteen of fourteen in the first half. It okay. was something ridiculous. Okay, well, we'll we will put a pin on this one okay. and revisit this in two years when you're still doing the Zade cast. And yes, I'm going, sir. Wow, 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 look, he's league MVP. How that work? <laughs> okay, uh, the other one is Baker Mayfield, one slash oh. one. Well, and now they don't know what to do with him. What is what do he and Kyler have in common? Well, they were both in Oklahoma briefly. Well, besides that, they're both kind of short. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Now, it, now I know people can then throw Russell Wilson at me, but Russell gets great passing lanes. I don't see them doing that for Baker or for Kyler Murray. Right. I, I, whatever the offensive coordinator did at in Seattle. To give Russell, he did a lot of rolling out and a lot of throwing uh, inside the hash marks. Right. They don't do that with Baker. How um, about how about Jameis Winston, another former one slash one crash? And I can't. Burn. I have no. He was looking good for a little bit, and then I think the stage got too big for him. I don't know, but he looks horrible. But you know what? Though the injury, he looked okay until he got injured. I don't know, man. He threw a shitload of picks. That was two years ago. <laughs> I didn't know we were racing two years ago already. Didn't know I, we were deleting that hard drive so quick. I would like to do that. I would like a do-over. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's okay. Well, you know, 2020 should be erased for a lot of reasons. Yes. <laughs> worst, there year, you go. worst year Ever. of everyone's lives on multiple yes. fronts. Um, how about this for, uh, you, know, I'm, you know, how are things working out? Let's go back to week seven when the Chiefs were two and four 
And when Michael Irvin went on NFL Network to declare the following. Chiefs right here. Uh-oh. Oh, Let me goodness. tell you something I like to say. But these Chiefs right here. So you guys know at 4-4 four and four right now. All right? The next three opponents. Actually, 4-4. Four four. Oh, man. Raiders, the Cowboys, Packers. These guys are 18-4. and four, And they have the toughest right now strength of schedule left to go. They lead the league in turnovers right here. And the two guys is Kills everybody, the most explosive guys in the world, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They haven't had a hundred yards. Work in the Chiefs. Oh, come on. Come on. The Chiefs are. Oh, my God. The Chiefs are done. There was Michael Irvin sticking a fork in the Kansas City Chiefs. Deep bopping and scatting, as you like to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. What else from early in the season? You're like, how'd that work out? Early storylines that fizzled. Yeah, get your story straight. Well, well, here's well. Even though they did not finish well, the demise of the Steelers uh, franchise. It was looking pretty bad after the first four weeks. Uh, you were the one that predicted it. I did. I was wrong. <laughs> I can say that. Okay. Very good. I can say that. Um, oh God! What? Uh, what? Give me another team. Well, after well, Russell Wilson. The Seahawks, they crashed and burned, but he got hurt. Yeah. So are we, oh, here, wait a minute. The Washington football team oh my God. is going to be the new yeah. hotness. Oh, yeah. They they really thought they their were going to be the new hotness. Their defense oh, yeah. is going yeah. to be the best thing ever. They, they might be the number one defense in the league, they thought. They were like, yeah. Chase yeah. Young and Montez Sweat are going to set a oh. new oh. combined sack record when it was oh. all said and done. Yeah. How'd that work out? <laughs> so there okay. you go. All right. Mr. Met, Mr. Metcalf was going to be the new greatest wide receiver ever. <laughs> yeah, DK Metcalf. Yeah. He had, he had more tantrums than impact games this year. Yeah, there you go. That's another one. All right. I want to talk to you about a musical goose chase I went on the other night. Oh, this ought to be good. On social media. Are you on TikTok or do you fancy yourself watching reels on Instagram? I will watch reels on Instagram, and that's it. I don't have a TikTok account, as someone like to say. I'm a man. I'm 40. Okay. So <laughs> fair enough. I do it to try to stay current with what the youths of America are doing these what? days. I understand you have two youths daughters, and you know what? There's some actual. What I love about TikTok and or reels is it puts you in the living rooms of some very interesting people. Some disgusting people, some weird people, but some pretty snickety people. And it's a vicarious way to go, oh, wow, wonder where they live. Wonder what they do. Wonder what their life is like. That's interesting. You know, it's like a tourism app of sorts. And yet you're, you know, you're jumping in people's lives. Now, that said, there is creativity that goes on, including musical creativity, where certain people mash together songs. Mashup songs. Have you heard the mashup between the Bee Gees' Staying Alive and Eminem's, oh, what's the song? Well, I'll play it for you. No, it's not that. Of course, I should jump ahead here in just a second. So I went looking for this song because I couldn't remember where it was. My first... My first attempt was to go look at my likes on Instagram. I don't know where they keep that tab. Like, 
in in Twitter, you can just go push a tab, and it's like here's everything you've liked as a bookmark. I can't find it in Instagram. Swear to God, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not the greatest Instagram person either. Yeah. So there was that, and then I went to Reels because I'm like, well, maybe I didn't see it on TikTok, or maybe I didn't see it on Reels. Maybe I saw it on TikTok. Couldn't so find I, it there. Either. Couldn't find it. But I finally found it, and here it is. Here's it gets mashed up enough. Coming up. Here we go. Oh, ready to come follow me. Oh, I can't remember the name of the song. Without me. Yeah. Okay. Now, I think this song slaps. This mashup slaps. What's a great song? This is early Eminem. This is great Eminem. Is it great Eminem? Yes. So that's a great mashup. You like that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to go back and look at the lyrics because they only use like a little 20 second clip in all these mm-hmm. TikTok videos. I'm like, shit, I want the whole song. So I had to go hunting for the whole song, and it literally took me about an hour. Very frustrating. I'm like searching, YouTube searching, keyword this, keyword that. But then I had to go wa- read the lyrics because I knew to play it on the radio, I had to bleep a couple things out. And they use this 20-second clip usually when someone's doing an action clip. They're jumping off a cliff or whatever because it really spills out nicely. Like, it'll usually start right here. with staying alive. Because this shit's about to get heavy. I just settled all my lawsuits. And I'm like, I think he says, fuck you there. He says, fuck you, Debbie. That's either his mom. It's his mom. Yeah, or I was going to say, or his, his baby mama. It's his mom? Okay. It's his mom because I asked the question today. It's a great spill out, and usually they time it up to them jumping off a cliff or doing something else or snowboarding or jumping or whatever. Uh, It's pretty cool. But uh, so there's a lot of creative mashups. Musical taste. Well, there's a lot of musical taste. Well, I'm just yeah. Now you got to give me the Eminem 101, the Marshall Mathers 101. Do uh, I need? Do I need to get ooh. conversant in Eminem? That is okay. Well, you know what? You have to go to what is the his first album and start from there, and that is what the Marshall. Mathers LP is that what it's called? Do I need to watch Eight Mile, the movie story oh, about his life? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not about it. It's oh. loosely based. Okay, got it. But it is there is a scene in the end where because uh, he was a battle rapper, right? And um, the end scene is him battling this whole other crew, and I think it's one, two, it's three people that he battles. And from what I read the the uh, the oral history, 
it was really a battle. He did all that stuff off the top of his head. And it's some of the most amazing shit I've ever seen. I, I still I still watch that. I need to download it. Okay. But I, I would get I would get that, yes. Just for the last scene where he goes against three other guys and literally and lyrically destroys them. It is awesome. Is his best song not Lose Yourself? I mean, I mean Slim Shady is a great song. Everything off the first album is great. And, and is this sampled off of another song? I'm sure it is. I just don't know what it is for the first time ever. I actually don't know something. Okay. Um, guess what? Uh, I want to play a game here. How many views on YouTube does this official video have? Lose yourself. Uh, lose yourself. Uh, 75 million. It's a little low. Oh, my God. 175 million. Still low. 400 million. Still, oh my God, Kim Basinger plays his mom in this yeah. video? Yes, she, yes, oh, she does. Shit. <laughs> Wait a minute, have you not heard the song Stan? No. And it, because it has the music from Dido. Okay. In the beginning of it, you've never heard that song? Where have you been? I, t- raising, yeah, raising, I don't know. Raising kids. I guess so. <laughs> Raising yeah. kids. Anyway, the answer is 1.1 billion views. It's a great it's a great song. It is a great song cuz just builds and builds and builds and then releases. So if I made uh, Eminem my one official rapper, would that be racist? <laughs> no. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, he's my one guy. <laughs> Eminem gets such a pass from everyone. I mean, there are some old school rappers who have a problem with him being, he's not, and he, by the way, he's in a lot of people's discussion, you know, the movie with Chris Rock, Top Five. Eminem's uh, in a lot of people's Top Five. Okay. All right. Which, that, that that is hard to say for a white rapper to be in a lot of black rappers top five. Okay. Uh compare Eminem to Vanilla Ice. It's not even <laughs> that's, that's that that is a that is a slap in the face. All right, so compare Eminem. him as cars as if I'm a ten year old so I can understand. If Eminem is say a Ferrari then what is vanilla ice? Uh, if if um Vanilla Ice is a, a Hyundai compared a to Hyundai. a uh, Lamborghini. <laughs> as okay. it, Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's keep on moving down the list here. A lot of other things uh, yes. to get to tonight. And this would be my next topic, the Grobber. Les Grobstein, the man uh, who captured Lee Elias' tirade, passes man. away at 69 years old. He was a radio lifer. The kind that you knew well back when you were in the business. And not all of them are well-liked as the Grobber was. Many are nasty, disgusting, backstabbing assholes. True, true, true. But the ones who were good guys like Grobber, I got a total respect for them. They chose a life. 
that was not full of fame or money. And from what I only knew him from a couple of things that I heard. And of course, Elite Elliot, but from what everybody says, he was the guy who would go into a clubhouse after a baseball football game and he had the microphone and he was professional and everybody liked him. He right. wasn't somebody trying to jump on the back of someone else to get to the top. And I respect those people because they loved the craft. Also, they're the ones that they're the, they're the foot soldiers that go into the tunnels to flush out the sound bites to get the original quotes. You know, it's it's more corporate now where obviously coaches and players are put up on podiums and there's backdrops with the rotating sponsors. But for the longest time, the foot soldiers who went in and got the quotes, who got the rare tirade like that, they were guys like Les Grobstein. They had to literally go to the stadiums and wait for the game to be over and then go stick a mic in somebody's face. A lot of stringers did that, and I have respect for some of them, not all of them. Not all of them, right. <laughs> Craig, Craig Heist in the D.C. I market. I was just going to say that. Old Heisty. I was just going to say that. <laughs> he is, but from, he is but a lifer. <laughs> but from what um, our buddy Mark Stern says, kind of stabbed him in the, in the back for some stuff. I don't doubt it. You know, you get to yeah. a point where you're in the trenches and you're just you're clawing like a crab in a bucket. To get out, do whatever you can. But anyway. Your, your buddy Jerry, another guy who does that. Jerry thing. Coleman, another guy who's a radio lifer. Zane, and, I don't know why you call me that. I'm a program director. No, he's not. He would say that. From, he, he Doesn't does matter nights. if it's true. He would say he does, it. He does nights. What do you mean, program director? He does nights on his station now. I know. And is preempted, and is preempted by turf games. I know. <laughs> uh, did you see Darren Ravel and, sure and the did. tweet storm after somebody accused him of being racist? I didn't see what he did, what he said, or what that 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 person called him racist. But I saw everything after that. And yeah. and <laughs> if he if he would have just said nothing, it would have been great. Right. But he had to respond, right. and that is where the you don't respond, Darren. But he can't he can't help himself. And I saw um, Clay Travis just was licking his chops for this. Well, he really hates uh, Darren. I actually I'm Darren. Neutral to Neutral. Darren positive. I'm not a super fan. He does things that I just cringe at, and I facepalm and going, oh, what are you doing? But I appreciate the fact that he is this super nerdy collector, and you know he was kind of a pioneer in the sports business reporting lane. He, he really made his bones when he went to the 2001 Super Bowl in New Orleans and blogged about being able to get into the game for like $59 because of all the post-9-11 restrictions. Nobody went, and he got a scalper ticket to get in. He wrote all about it. That was like Darren Ravel's rocket ship to actually being somebody. And you know he did a good job reporting on business and sports for a long time, and then he moved to the Action Network, and he tries to play himself as a gambler now. I don't think anyone believes it. I don't feel like it. Wait a minute, wasn't he on ESPN also? Yeah, he was. Did I say? Did okay. I say? ESPN? No, you said you said you said the Action Network. Well, like, well, he was on ESPN for the longest time, and then he moved to the Action Network, and some were like, "Oh, welcome to irrelevance." <laughs> right? Did he get? Was he in the buyout thingy? Is that what he? Did they uh, let him go? I don't know about that, but I know that the Action Network threw a lot of money at him because he was a big name, and they were starting up. 
And they're still in business after four or five years. But anyway, I'm not anti-Darren Ravel. He does things that make you cringe to the moon. And this was one of them. I mean, somebody accused you of being racist. Okay, whatever. You can't disprove it. But instead, he goes on and says on Twitter, look at all my MLK memorabilia that I own. And And some of my best friends are black. Zabe, if someone ever accused you of being I'm a racist not, or a I'm bigot, not, I'm, not go, I'm not playing that don't card. Don't even say it. Don't <laughs> even say it. And I'm not going to go, Jay, I'm in a bad spot, man. Yeah. I, I need you to vouch for me, okay? Hatch. Hatch. <laughs> I, no. Don't, don't call me your hatch. No, exactly. Do. Hey, don't, I need you to vouch for me, it. please. I'm in a bad spot. I'm in a tight spot right now. <laughs> He's, He's black. Corn. <laughs> He's black. <corn>. He's black. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i thought i had from uh i thought i had from anchorman too when ron burgundy was just like black she's black <laughs> she's black, black. Like, yeah. so uncomfortable there <laughs> so yeah i that that is not the way to go you can have friends who are black and still be racist it does not mean oh this is my card you can even employ somebody who's black and still be racist that is, or or a bigot, right? Or a bigot. I, I was, th- I was thinking you're, you're a bigot, but I, just never play the. No, I have friends who are blank. Yeah, never play that card. Uh, did you see the tweet that Monumental Sports had to take down because on Martin Luther King Day, someone in the organization thought it was a good idea oh, to do God. a graphic of a split face between Dr. King. And a quote from him, and the other side of the split face was Ted Leonsis, dot-com multi-hundred millionaire and owner of two sports teams with a quote on his philosophy on life. Oh, my God. Did you see that? I did not. Hey, Dave, you think think a millennial did that? (laughs) That's what Andy said on Monday. He goes... Or no, he didn't say that on the podcast. I think I said it. I see. I saw the tweet after we were done taping, and I said, "Did you see this? You got to be kidding me!" And he goes, "Look, interns did that. You get what you pay for." And I go, "But don't you think at least the younger generation be woke enough to go? I don't think we should be sharing a white billionaire's face with Martin Luther King on Martin Luther King Day." But apparently, they thought. Andy said, "Well, they would suck up to the boss. That's why they would do it." <laughs> oh my! Again, I, I, I need to find it and send it to you. I thought I'd send it to you already, but you got to see somebody. It. Somebody it, under the age of twenty-seven. Did oh my that. god! It is so super cringe. It's painful, is what it is. Never make it on on a day honoring a great American. Never make it at all remotely about you ever. Don't say Do how you, much you. Admire Dr. King. Don't say how much memorabilia you have. Don't share a graphic where you're like, well, here's my philosophy on life. Make it about the man himself. Just say he was great. Two thumbs up. <laughs> something like that. Don't know. Don't yeah. Ted's face. What has Ted done? Nothing. Yeah, that's what I mean. What has Ted done? Ted, Ted Leonce's great civil civil rights leader. 
You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. At SheFit, we're so over beach bodies and getting bikini ready. You should be empowered to wear anything you want, except a bad sports bra. You deserve better. You deserve a bra with fit and support like no other. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually performs. Fully adjustable to fit your body with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. A headline, man's agonizing penis pain found to be rare side effect of COVID. Oh my, it it hasn't gotten any worse. Uh, The unnamed male had suffered penile pain for three days before seeing a urologist in Iran who referred him for tests. The discomfort began following an erection while having sex. The 41-year-old married man told doctors. He had a positive COVID PCR three weeks prior. And according to doctors in Iran, they believe (laughs) that it's a form of long COVID. Long dong? COVID? Okay, I'll show myself out now. Wow. And if everything isn't worse, your penis erupts. COVID (laughs) is the worst thing ever. Uh, Dak Prescott has apologized for his comments about more credit to them for throwing stuff at the referees following their loss in Dallas. I accept the, no, I don't accept the apology. It wasn't for me, but I, I respect his apology noted and the, and the account is cleared. I said it was ridiculous. It was poor loserism. And it's a terrible example for youth sports where referees are already treated like shit. Did you happen to see Dan Orlovsky Monday? Yeah. Did you like it? And I loved it because he said, the cutoff for something like that is like 16 seconds. Cut The comfortable cutoff is 16. And 14 and th- is really pushing it. But I loved how he highlighted He's like, look at these Cowboy players. They're lollygagging around. They're not hustling. They're not. Their mind's not in it. Has, has anyone in Wisconsin, I know you've probably called McCarthy a dope. Have they said you're wrong? He was misunderstood or, or something like that? The one guy who defends him and I wouldn't expect anything less, is our colleague John Kuhn, who played for and won a Super Bowl with. Well, he's supposed to. I, I know he is. And and as soon as that play was run, I just texted to you and I go, your boy. And he went into instant spin mode about, well, it's it's Kellen Moore who calls the plays. And, and we had a play like that called Church, where you just you do a short gain, kneel down, give yourself up, and hand the ball to the ref. And I, I was like, well, I don't give a shit if you had a play or if they practiced it. They <laughs> fucked it up. Like They go, oh, we practice this all the time. Well, as I told Hatch, I practice my chipping all the time in golf. When it comes time to actually get up and down for a score, I fucking suck. No one – you can never blame the officials on a game. Yeah. They just can't do that. And that, McCarthy did that, and I lost all respect for him when I heard that. Yeah. Uh, did you see the uh, – 
federal charges against your Baltimore prosecutor, Marilyn Mosby. Yes, I I worked with her husband for about eight months. Oh, no. She says she's innocent. Apparently, four federal charges of perjury for making false mortgage applications relating to the purchases of two vacation homes in Florida. You can't. She can't serve. She has to be taken from her position. But you can't serve. She was. Uh, she was already elected twice, so she was quite popular, attractive woman. Baltimore, very, very attractive woman. Baltimore is not a bright city. <laughs> it seems like every two minutes you turn around, some elected officials getting in trouble. So, well, the mayor. She's in the pokey. Remember the mayor for the books. Uh, yeah, uh, is um, she um, actually in jail? Yeah, she's in jail. Um, um, wow. Wait a minute. When does she get out? Oh, was it uh, something Holly Hobby or something like? No, no the yes. name of the book. Or the name of the character in her book. No, yeah, I'm, Catherine, uh, Catherine, Catherine, Catherine Pugh. Pugh. And I'm just looking to see uh, jail uh, Pugh jail. She's 69, three years in federal prison. And federal prison, as you know, you got to serve every bit of that. Yeah, that's true. That's a tough one and at she's, 69. She's, you, she's in Alabama. But you know what? If you can't do the time. Don't do the crime. Thank you. Ding, ding. Um, Rex Chapman's been hired by CNN Plus. I I told you, I like you, you said his Twitter follow is not that great. I like Rex Chapman. He steals other people's shit left and right. I again, I find him uh, funny. <laughs> I like. Oh, you know what? I liked Rex from the first time I saw him at Kentucky in nineteen. I want to say eighty seven, eighty six. I was like, I like this guy, and I still do. Right. I've always. I'm a Rex Chapman stand. By the way, you had Sheen on, and you you did not go to him about Maryland. I did not. I listened to that. I said, "How did you not?" Did you we say were neck, we were neck deep in football? And frankly, I don't, okay. I don't give All a right. shit about Maryland basketball right now. The program well, is in a tough spot. I don't know when you guys are going to be good again. The, here's how great Maryland basketball is in my life right now. They had a game on Sunday. I didn't even know. Right. Because I, I, he Mark Turgeon sucked all the life out of me. I don't care anymore. I'm, I'm apathetic to Maryland basketball. Yeah. That's so sad. That, that's where I am. Have you seen the Eleanor Holmes Norton parking video? The one from like about six, seven years ago where she literally could not park? <laughs> yeah. Yes. She's apparently yeah. uh, applying to be the Secretary of Transportation under Biden. And people pulled out this video, which I guess is a, a few years old, but she tries to park in a sort of slanted diagonal spot on the street and she's going the wrong way. She hits another car and then just gets out and says, Oh, well, I'm sure it'll fix itself. And <laughs> yeah. leaves. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't have an intern come and fix that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see what else real quick before we get to uh, FTG. Ooh. Oh, you... Manning cast, Manning cast. Let's talk Manning cast. All right. I figured yes, I out I figured out how to do the Manning cast. Ready? Step one, be aware of if there's a Manning cast that week. Step two, watch game on regular ESPN. Step three, scan social media 
for the four, maybe five worthy moments of the Manning cast. End. It is kind of a tough watch while a game is going on. I will say that. Sure. But then you, there are those moments where it is pure and utter gold. Like, like uh, Snoop Dogg giving Eli a no limit <laughs> chain. That was awesome. That was great. <laughs> yeah, can you explain the significance of a no limits death row? Is it death row records? I thought it was no limit. Oh, no limit records chain. Yes, no that's, limit. That's no Snoop's. Limit. That's Snoop's uh, record label. No, that is oh. uh, Master P. Oh, Master P's record oh, label. Okay. Yes, and Snoop was signed with No Limit, two thousand something, and the, that was their big thing. They would give out. Ch- Every rap label used to give out chains to somebody, you know, Rockefeller did it, stuff like that. But anyway, but Snoop giving Eli his no limit chain was it was hysterical. Okay, it do was, you think it was great? Do you think that chain is worth any money? Or is it just a dumbed down chain? That was in the bling era. So in fact, little Whoa, Wayne, whoa, whoa. The, in, in the fact, bling era is over? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I nobody. No no. Yeah, but because if you because Little Wayne coined the term bling bling. No way. Yes, Little Wayne coined the term bling bling. And who coined oh the God. term iced out? Wow. Uh, I would have to go back and and research that one. Okay. But and you know who turned you know who who coined the term goat? No. LL Cool J. All right, who termed the who who coined the term YOLO? That's that's somebody recently because YOLO is <laughs> that's like the last two or three years. I am not up to date on YOLO. I think it's more than two or three years, but yeah. So what is the so the bling era is over, which is news to me, but I'll take note of it. What is what is the minimum spend on a gaudy rapper style chain for it to be impressive? Fifty G. I was, I was going to I was going to say seventy five to, to fifty to seventy five. Okay. How, how, so, at, at what point would you be uncomfortable with the amount of money on your neck? Five grand. I was going to say two thousand dollars. Two grand. Two yeah, grand is your. Yeah. You're like man. I don't know if I want to walk around. Yeah, I can't. Guy. I can't get. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of. I've never. A lot I've of never money been sitting one on my that neck. Had a big gold chain. Yeah. No, Did you no, see Lori Laughlin? See Lori Laughlin had a million dollars in jewelry stolen from her crib in L.A. They stole Aunt Becky's jewelry. Yes, they did. Ugh. A cool million, or so she claims. If I'm a insurance auditor, oh, I'd be crawling all over that reimbursement claim. We yeah. know how much of a liar she can be. But here's how you avoid that happening to you. Step one, don't, don't buy a million dollars in jewelry. Step two, live your life normally. Step three, never have to worry about having a million dollars in jewelry stolen. Fucking jewelry. Uh, it, it stuns me that people are so into it. She's still ridiculously oh. cute, though. I still love Lori Laughlin. I'm nice. sorry. I'm, I know I'm terrible, but she nice. If you like that kind of a look, which I don't know, <laughs> you know, maybe not everybody's into that. Okay, here we go. Jay, stand by. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got? 
Troy Aikman for that- his bitching about not being on the game. I couldn't believe that when I heard that. I said, did I just hear that? And if Joe Buck hadn't started laughing, I would have like, what a bitch. Yeah, and you know what? He could have done it in a way that was somewhat self-deprecating or that indicated to the viewers that he wasn't genuinely mad because he lives a charmed, insanely rich life already. He could have just said, yeah, I got to tell you, Joe, when our assignments came out, man, I cried a little bit knowing how good that game's going to be. But I'm sure Jim Nance and Tony Romo will do a good job. And then leave it at that. Nope. Nope. Can't do it that way. No, he was genuinely pissed off. He was like, how dare you not let me call that game? So to uh, Troy Aikman for that comment, you say, Jay. Fuck that guy. My FTG goes to an entire class of people on Twitter who keep making the same stupid argument about the NFL. You ready? We've got this $2 billion league, and they still measure first downs with two sticks and a oh, chain. God. Durr, her. Just because something is simple doesn't mean it's crude. Just be some just because something is low tech does not mean it is inaccurate. That chain device is as accurate as anything. You don't need lasers. You can't put chips in footballs because you'd have to put chips in knees and elbows and asses too. Because that's half the equation. Stop it with this argument. You should be better this than this. And Trey Wingo was the last guy to make the argument on Twitter. So I hate to say it because he seems like a nice guy. But for everybody making that argument, fuck you. All right, Jay, any big plans for the week? Going to snow down there in Central Virginia? They were calling for snow earlier. Not earlier, but yesterday. But then I have seen it diminish. So I'm coming back to Maryland. Um on Saturday, so... Well, they call snowstorms a truck dispatcher's best friend. So I'm sure you'll... Oh, wait. What? No? Probably no, not. No, they don't say that. They, they don't, don't say that. that. That's not a no. phrase. <laughs> it's no, your it's worst nightmare is what it is. It's, it's, it's literally and utterly the worst thing ever. Yes. <laughs> All right. Jay, God bless you. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. And as always, we like to say... Bye-bye now. All right, that's a wrap for us today. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener of the ZabeCast. Tomorrow, Mr. X, Friday, Scott and Solly from the new ZabeCast Landjet in their driveway, weather pending. In the meantime, have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now. CancerScreenQuiz.com. At SheFit, we're so over beach bodies and getting bikini ready. 
You should be empowered to wear anything you want, except a bad sports bra. You deserve better. You deserve a bra with fit and support like no other. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually performs. Fully adjustable to fit your body with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022.